Hey guys, me Shanna. It's me Andrew. Welcome back to Recaps on the Run. We're ready running. Just about to kick off our recap. So thanks for joining us. Today, pretty sunny, pretty warm. It's beautiful. It's comfortable right now. We're just getting started, but we might heat up thanks. a little bit more. Back to our favorite track. Not a track, but a trail. Yeah, my favorite trail. trail. In a little bit better shape than last week, so hopefully we have a little bit more stamina to get us through. Yeah, Sheriff's not as sick. <laughs> yeah. I'm not as... Well, my legs are pretty sore from some new workouts, but we're pretty good. We're ready to run and recap. Great, so let's kick it off. Where are today? We're recapping Game of Thrones Season 6, Episode 3. Oathbreaker. Oathbreaker. Man, well, what did you think when you first saw oh. the title? Oh, I just now understand why it's called that. <laughs> but I wasn't sure. I didn't know. I thought. I thought um, there was a sword named Oathbreaker, isn't there? No, it's Oathkeeper. Oathkeeper. Oh, okay, the opposite. <laughs> but I wasn't sure. But well, what about you? Well, because I know about Oathkeeper, I was like, oh, it's the brother sword or sister sword. I thought we were going to meet a. Possibly a new character or something along the lines like another sword made out of Valyrian steel. That's what I thought. So, first scene, let's kick it off. We start off well, right where we, we got to go ahead. Do a little kickback of what happened last last episode, right? Well, the only main thing that happened last episode yeah, is that so last episode, still alive. John woke up. <laughs> he was breathing hard. It's amazing. And that's exactly where. We pick it up from this in this episode. Yeah, he's brought back by the Lord of Light or Melisandre, however you want to look at it. He's breathing, he's alive. You know, I think number one question for all, all watchers were probably going to be like, is he going to have his memory? Is he going to be the same? Is he going to be evil? Is he going to be a white walker? <laughs> oh, wait, no, no, that was... He didn't have the blue eyes. You know, I think they said even in the last episode... The other fighter who was brought back to life, he always said he was always a little bit less every time he came back, so... Oh, yeah. I was concerned about, like, is he still a good fighter, a good leader? What's up with him? So, super glad they start off again. Game of Thrones is excellent with not keeping us too much on our seats and just giving us answers right when we want. I love it, so... They don't feel... They don't feel very much. Just... Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, so he was alive, really hard. Sir Davos in the scene. Melisandre. Yeah, I don't know how Sir Davos heard him. He was, he was, <laughs> somehow he went back in the room. Sir Davos is connected to him somehow. He has an intuition. He has a feeling about him. Yeah, so I think that whole opening scene with Jon Snow coming back to life just, you know, he was a little bit doubtful of why he's back, but... Well, we just got to... He was good. He was breathing, and we just got to breathe with him. I know. He was, they weren't oh, saying anything at first. Like, he's freezing. Yeah, they weren't saying anything at first. Just like... Yeah, just let the audience catch their breath. For... Yeah, from... Last episode, when he woke up. So I love the whole thing. Even when he came out and addressed the men... Obviously, they're questioning how's he alive. 
love their interaction with Tormund. Oh my gosh, and even his friends too. Just a bit of humor, some lightheartedness for such a heavy scene. I thought it was excellent. Even what's what's his friend's name again? Ed. Ed. Uh. Even when he like cracks a joke, and it's like, are you sure? Maybe, maybe it's not you. <laughs> Because Jon Snow is not known it's so unbelievable. for making jokes. Some people think he's a he's a god. Or a monster, like who yeah. knows? Well, white. They're checking his eyes if they're blue. Even even I'm not so sure yet what's going on with him. He's he's shook. It's a great he's, scene. It's a great scene over at the Castle Black at the wall. You know, I was like, yeah, people are gonna rush him. They're gonna try to kill him again. Yeah, so. Yeah, well. Boys, I would just felt relief. He's basically himself. He remembers what happened. He even remembers before that. No short or long term memory loss. He's basically just questioning because he thought he did the right thing and he got betrayed and why is he back? So, I think as anyone who comes back to life from the dead. Yeah. Pretty realistic reaction. I think it was interesting when uh, Sandra asked him, like, what'd you see? What'd you see? Like, dying yeah. to know what's on the other side when he's dead. And we learn from seasons ago, you know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> so, he literally knows nothing that when he died, or when he died at least, there was nothing. Well, maybe he didn't fully die. Maybe, maybe. he goes into, like, some weird black... Maybe, but we know that he believes he died and he knows there's nothing in his yep. mind. So, that's himself. Great scene. I'm happy. I, again, I'm happy he wasn't. He's not only saying Hodor, Hodor. When he's back to life, he's himself. Amazing. When he walked out, I completely thought he looked like Rob Stark for a minute. I don't know if it's a haircut or what, or the coat or the way he carried himself, but. Very much thought of. Maybe it's because he got in such good shape for this, this season. Know. Maybe. I don't know. We'll get into more into that though. Maybe it was just a precursor for all the Stark in this episode. But there's a little interaction with Davos. He just there's another fatherly figure to him and says, when Jon Snow says he, he he thought he failed, Davos just says, "Good, fail again." I love that. I love that quote. I feel like I'm gonna change out my emails because. It just shows, like, failures in the end, it makes you grow and you learn from it. And people should approach life and decisions as, go do it again, fail again. It makes you better, so love that. Great line. So many good nuggets in the writing that I think are applicable to real, yeah, non-Westeros life. They even go back and forth with the humor. With, yeah, like we always talked about. But, continue. I was going to say, the next scene was a quick snippet of uh, two, um, two more characters we haven't seen, well, three more characters we haven't seen for a while. Sam Gillian, little Sam, on a boat. Oh yeah, I didn't even recognize them at first. What I do forgot, you mean? I forgot completely about them. Well, they're well not, not them, but I, for a second. Because it's like you don't, you don't really miss people. Yeah, there's, not when you don't there's so many characters to go on. You're like, oh yeah, them. I thought they were cute, the only surviving couple so far. Westeros I'm running up the hill guys dude stick in there with us yeah they're off on a ship are they the only couple I don't know for now I think that's happy 
That's marriage kind of like forced marriage. <laughs> so they're traveling. Uh, long and sorry, I'm going to recap the whole thing. I think the end result is that he's taking her to his hometown. She's just, she wants to go wherever he goes. They don't want to split up. So I think just laying the groundwork for going back to his town. It's funny how he says, My father's, my father, but my sister and my, my sister and my mother are lovely, so we'll see what's going to come from that storyline. We learned that he doesn't really care about everybody. Everybody in the world. He cares about people, but not really. He's he not as annoying to me as previous seasons. Now that he's away from all the... He looks like he lost weight. <laughs> you Starving and on that boat. Noticing who's in shape. Not, but... He's been running with us. Yeah, because <laughs> you guys are too. Just short scene with... Nice to see Julia and Sam. Yeah, she's, she's definitely come a long way. Sorry, I need a little breather. She's definitely come a long way since her time before Beyond the Wall, so it was good to see her have a little bit more of a background, her backbone. So Can a we move stupid. to my brand? Oh, man. Another flashback? Oh, my gosh. So, oh, so good. Brand's right there with us with the uh-huh. easy short snippets and he wants us to watch more of the show. It's <laughs> like, give me more. Oh, guy keeps Oh, another back. cliffhanger. We gotta wait till next week, Brand. So he flashed back to a really interesting scene. Back to seeing his father when he was a young kid. Not that young, but well, his father when he was younger. Yeah, who he looks he looks a lot like <laughs> Ned Starker. Uh, shot mean. Yeah, it's the haircut. But yeah, exactly. It was a. It was so interesting because you could tell Brand's like, I know what happens. I've heard about this a million times. Long story short, the time that we flash back to is the start of all the war. It's not the start. Well, it is. It's, it's, so it's it is. The end. So towards the end. Well, okay, yeah, towards the end. It's not the end when I think Robert's injured at and he just got the Iron Throne in. So it's interesting because if you watch the preview before the episode started they showed, shared about how all this war was said about because Ned Stark's older sister Liana was promised to Robert Rappian who was Ned's friend and basically depending on who you're telling who's telling you the story either she was kidnapped by Rhaegar and raped and died or other other accounts is that he was quite charming and possibly she wasn't kidnapped but she went willingly and consensually so there's that yeah we don't know we don't, we're, we don't we're, know we're hopefully Bran finds out for us sooner or later but in this scene yeah so it's the end of the war almost at the end of the war and what's that so they get to a tower it's called a tower of joy 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 tower like happy joy. happy joy what, top, what city we're in Westeros is it? Um, I think it's a little closer to between King's Landing and Dorne. Oh, Somewhere south. south. Okay, not yeah. near the north. So, Ned comes up on his horse. He's being guarded by men. He's like, where were you? We're here where our prince told us to be. So, obviously, they're guarding something for Rhaegar on his orders. 
Ned's looking for his sister. She's there with Mira's father, oh, yeah. Alan Reed, which was mind-blowing because, and again, not a spoiler at all, but more fan speculation, and it's not a spoiler because I'm sure people have seen theories and it's just speculation again, that John could possibly be born of Hagar and Liana, and he's not Ned Stark's bastard son, but really saying Liana, when she gave birth, gave birth to him, and gave him to Ned to care for. So that's one speculation. Another, you build upon that, there's also rumors that could he have been a twin, and his twin sister could be Mira. And that's all based, again, on they have the same curly haircut. Interesting. So, so, you know... I didn't know about that part. Yeah, so, potentially, yeah. if she's having a baby, and she's even beyond it being Jon Snow, could she be carrying twins, and it's a boy and a girl, and could it be John and Mira? So, all up in the air, all speculation. Yeah, my girlfriend thought Jon Snow could be, came up with that theory for Jon Snow, but we didn't think about it, it could be Mira also. Yeah, what if they're triplets, and what if there's a third one? <laughs> Who else could we add to that mix? Let's get it trending. So anyways, that's why I was kind of blown away that the old guy was like, yeah, that's Mira's father. Because she plays into it somehow. We don't know how yet. So, and again, I'm basing it on the same curly hairstyle. Anyways, it's a great flashback scene. Wow, so there could be another Stark? <laughs> could, could we actually be gaining Starks? Well, they wouldn't have them. They'd be half Stark because they'd be half Targaryen. Yeah, like, like Jon Snow's half Stark. Yeah, but which Stark is he? Is he really Ned Stark's bastard? Or is he really Leon? And you always talk about Benjen. And Benjen told Jon Snow, after this, I'll tell you who your mother was. It'll be super interesting. <laughs> We're all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> now it just devolved into speculation. So that the a Tower of Joy. Scene, Tower of Joy. Like epic, epic oh, two sword, sword fighting. Great two sword battle. Great choreography. Wow. Believable. Good sound. Good movement. Yeah. That. I guess that swordsman is the greatest that? I've seen too. Yeah, he was um, pretty good with two swords. Was, um, was he someone we should care about? Um, He's got to be an ancestor of somebody. But he was a um, pretty good fighter. Yeah, yeah he, he was known as the most skilled swordsman I've read. And I guess that's what Ned Stark yeah, so back as well. So Bran's heard the story that his father defeated him. And the old guy, the three-eyed raven, was like, did he really? And we find out he didn't. He was stabbed in the back. And then his head was chopped off by Ned, so... Maybe. He didn't get decapitated. He didn't well, show him he decap- died. He was yeah, he still... Got, he was killed. He was killed by Ned after being stabbed in the back. Very... Yeah, unsportsmanlike. You, you could tell that that wasn't what Ned was planning, but... He'll take it. Yeah. He's looking for his sister. He hears screaming. We should mention he hears screaming from the tower. Female scream. Yeah. Childbirth scream. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, it's getting so interesting. I, as much as Brad wanted to stay there, I wanted to stay there too and run up those stairs and have all of our secrets and unveiled and revealed. And yeah, so everyone dies besides Ned and Howland Reed, all the King's Guard and all the other guards. Yeah, it was a massacre. Well, not so much right. massacre. It was a pretty bloody film. But it was interesting how he tried to call his father and he turned around, young him. Obviously, he didn't see anyone. But I wonder if that'll come into play in a future episode where they yeah. can hear Bran. I wonder if he's going to be able to change anything that might have happened. Well, he's definitely going to try, <laughs> yeah. for sure. 
well, you know, the if old guy said... If he sees something he doesn't like, he's going to try to change it. He's going to try, but the old guy said, you know, the, the ink of the past is already dry. Like, you can't do anything to change it. It's already... What is written is written. But it'll be interesting... I don't, well, tried. What, what would he try to change? I don't know. I thought it was pretty silly how he would even try to yell. But come on, that that's that happens in every show, in every episode. Someone's seeing something in the past. They're gonna any ghost is gonna try to make their presence known. So maybe, maybe if he didn't interrupt Ned Stark, he would have got up there faster, and Liana would have survived. Maybe. So now you're blaming him for his aunt's death. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like a pretty fruitless. Oh, I was thinking. So possibly the visions could be from the trees. What are they called? All those old oaks, like the yeah, the old, they call the old god trees. Or, yeah, so maybe that's what kind of pasts Bran was able to see. They're all gonna be outdoors, maybe, or maybe it's that three-eyed raven. Maybe. I know who that sprite reminds me of now. That wood sprite. She reminds me of like. The fairy that was in the legend with Tom Cruise. I don't know if you watched it, but she's just odd. Was she in this episode? I didn't see. Yeah, I don't know. She, was, she was in the background watching him, but it was so funny how he's like, don't worry, you're not going to be here forever. You just need to learn it. Learn, he needs to learn everything. Everything, okay. That won't take you long. You won't be an old man with the roots in the ground, but you got to learn everything. So, super interesting scene. Okay, I need to stop and grab water. Be right back, guys. Guys, okay. we're back. Back on my little break. Hope you got some water. Hope you did some stretching. Okay, back on the trail. So we wrapped up a little bit of that. Let's jump over to our mother of dragons, Khaleesi. <laughs> what breaker of chains? Oh my gosh, I queen of marine. I need to what? embellish my resume as good as she does because she just has like ten different titles. You that know I what? She only cares about. Oh yeah, I just thought of this just this now, but. Remember what Taiwan said, anyone, man who says he's a king is no true king. Mm-hmm. And Khaleesi's always introducing herself like that and well, she's, it gets less and less yeah. impactful no, every single time. Complete. She needs to know her audience a little better and who will be impressed by what. So, yeah. you know, she gets dropped off at the widowed Khaleesi home. Yeah. It's left there. I forgot what the place is. What do you remember what the place is called? Don't ask me any of those. I don't know the name. I, that's why I just called it the Widow Place, but... The, the Great Stallions. Great Horse Structure. That we saw in Season 1. So yeah, the, she tries to make her intro. The old lady says, you know, I know who you are. I remember you eating the stallion's heart. Basically the same thing. You're pretty much nothing. It was kind she's of... She's not really mad at Daenerys. And- she's not mad at all. I think she... Totally put her in her place and say, you know what, you thought you were gonna be great. You thought Kyle Drogo was yeah. gonna be great. I thought I was gonna be great before. So just kind of a lesson to the youngins, like, you're not the first and greatest. We've all been there. But pretty understanding about it, I thought. Yeah, that, I she seemed like a widow that's been there for a while, but everyone else they seemed like handmaidens for some reason. Well probably just They're all just so me. meek and queet and Queet meek and quiet. <laughs> I know, I think Daenerys needs to stop with the threatening. She like threatens everyone. You'll pay for this. You'll pay for this. like. She makes so many threats, and she, like what you said earlier, at some point it's gonna be like, dude, you can't just be all words. You're not really paying anyone back. If anything, you're getting you're falling lower and lower at the food chain. I mean, even worse than when she started as. Not actually worse, but. No, I think you're right. I'm more rags. 
on the pendulum, she was like a scared little naive girl, and then she swung all the way to thinking she's like the ish. And she needs to humble herself. Now she's just she's just waiting for help from anyway. Jora and Dario. If she even thinks they're following her. So basically, long story short, she's stuck there. They're saying if you're luckier, you'll get to stay. If not, you know, worse than that. You they, know, oh, I thought she needs to be judged. They were lighting candles, and I thought, oh, this is her way out. She's gonna, they're gonna throw her in the fire, and they're gonna worship her. Actually, they're not gonna she throw her burn. in a pyre that's on a candle. One little. Well, they were lighting fires. I thought, all right, not this a is bonfire. Their chance. It was more like incense candles. Come on. But they yeah. changed her. We'll see what happens. I'm hoping so I could root for her again. I hope she does something herself to. Besides threats. Yeah. So she could gain my uh, respect. Yeah, respect back. Yeah, like, take some kind of action. Exactly. And not just be a damsel in distress. And be spouting off and doing what you've done before. You gotta keep growing. Yeah. Don't let Sir Jorah Mormon be her Prince Charming. Again, for like the 27th <laughs> time. Yeah. Hope I am rooting for him. I hope he helps in some way. Well, I, I'm rooting for her too. I really would love her. I think her and Arya are pretty much the same where I really wanted them to be strong females and they kind of fell by the wayside. And I think Danny's britches are too big for her right now. She has to she has to humble herself a little bit. So before she could be a great leader. So anyways, then we go over to her old old hood marine. With Varys ah. just standing himself. Such a weird scene. Varys being Varys, I thought that was a good scene. I think it shows his influence and his craftiness and how he how bribery can oh, be more. More of an incentive than yeah. threats. Sometimes the carrot is stronger than the stick. So he's basically trying to find out who's doing all this crazy stuff to Marine. Yeah, I was. I'm like, sure they intend intended to do it, but I wasn't sure. Oh no, we're we gonna see what Varys actually does. Is he like a really bad guy? I wasn't sure the whole time if like he was gonna torture them, if he was gonna kill the kid. Even <laughs> at the end, I wasn't sure if he actually. Went through with his promise and gave that whole bag of silver to the I think so. woman. You think so? But I don't know. I mean, he could. It it doesn't make sense for him to send her away with a bag of silver. Yeah, that much silver. Well, it's it's not a, a smart move. I don't know where he would get all that money from. He knows about Dom. He knows he has a breathing problem. He knows the woman who killed, who started it all off. It just seems like you don't get in that position of power by giving away so much. But I'm not so sure. Regardless, you would feel her dilemma. Like it's when you when you get faced with a rock and a hard place, if someone gives you a shiny out with a bag full of silver, you'll mostly likely gravitate to that. So it's kind of a cliffhanger. We jump to the Marine Small Council. Interesting. Uh, well, with Charmian trying to get some life out of <laughs> Miss Sunday and Grey Worm. Oh, there's another couple. So I do love them. They're are Super they a couple cute. yet? Come uh, on! I think they, they held hands, but that's, <laughs> a, that's all we've seen, right? Well, they can't do more than that. Come on, he's unsullied, so... Well, you know, I think we, don't need, we don't see them talk, or... We, well, don't, we, just, we don't know their type of relationship. We solidified. They, what do they have when they, if he's not there? They talk about patrol. That was kind of sad. Okay. And they talk about what he saw on patrol, where he's going for patrol. It's kind <laughs> of a blah kind of relationship, but still... Well, they don't know how to have fun. They don't know their games. They don't even drink! <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, it was it was a pretty pretty much servants for life they've been. <laughs> yeah, so. they're they kind of dull, but still, 
super attractive and cute couple. Tyrion was trying to pull teeth. It was interesting seeing him in his element, <laughs> trying to make conversation, trying to play games. Yeah, I guess Tyrion invented the game Have You Ever. <laughs> <laughs> he thought of it up, yeah. So there you go, the so origin story. Lesson there. The origin story. I guess there was no drinking because Tyrion didn't drink the whole episode, so no shots for... He, did, he, did, he drank some. Did he drink? Okay. Well, he was drinking some wine. Alrighty, sorry guys, we're heading back up this hill. A little bit of a stretch break. So then we're not Varys really stretching. Come, <laughs> we're Varys hiking here. Vera saves Tyrion again. This time with a conversation. <laughs> so yeah, he found out who's been supplying the downfall of Marine. I guess it's been three three whole cities. Yeah, three, three of the surrounding cities. The wise men from. I don't remember all the names. That's your job. I don't man. remember which. I don't remember which was said. It could be Bravo's, Pentos. Um, I don't remember. It's basically like if we were the U.S., everyone in Europe and Asia is trying to overthrow the U.S. That's just hypothetical. So, three different countries trying to take down Marine. That's who's funding all this destruction. And like Tyrion says. You know, it's, we don't have to worry about inside our walls. It's everybody outside that wants to take us over. So what was the end result, Andrew? What do you think? What would you do in that situation? <laughs> I would give Marine up. I would just go to Westeros with the dragons. I don't know. Those people seem like a lost cause. <laughs> you give up on them? They were in those places before. Masande says they only speak one language. Oh yeah, for the... Unsullied place. Of the 17 languages she speaks, which was a super interesting fact. I think we learned that before also. But, but. Nice to reiterate it. Yeah, so they have to go back. I don't know what they're going to do. What do you think they should do? What do you think? Take over all the lands. Take those dragons. So is Tyrion pretty much in charge right now? I think so. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I think he's in charge until... Danny gets back, he's calling the shots. It's like his, it's like a trial kingdom. He should really see, figure out if he knows how to rule. I mean, right now he has him, he has Varys, he has, you know, he could tell him all the secrets. He has Grey Worm, could lead his army. Masande's like the ambassador. I think he should take it for a trial run and what would he do if he really was running the kingdom? And that means sometimes you gotta go to war. He should know that. He's a little soft hearted, but. That's what I would say. Take all those lands out. They're trying to take you down. Do something about it. <laughs> so yeah, so we wrap up in Marine. Anything about that storyline you want to comment on or no, that's, reactions? That one wasn't as... I mean, it's still interesting to see It's of course, yeah, always interesting to see. Anything with Tyrion or Varys, I'm interested to see, but... We're still have to have to learn more about what's coming for. Can, I think you're wrong, though. They can't just run. They can't bounce out. They've got to take not not run, but I think you just said I think that place is useless. <laughs> they should conquer the Dothraki or something. Those are all the merchant lands. Those are the ones with the slaves. Those have all the people. They're gonna play all a big right, part. So politically, how can you get all those people against you on your side? Well, with money and war. Gotta find something that unifies all of them. That's oh yeah, that's how they do it usually. So you know, yeah, they need it. a threat. Yeah, some kind of fear. I don't know. So crazy. I think I basically I think that's a test run. Okay, let's jump over. 
What was after that, though? Where do you want to go? You want to go to Miss Aria? Is that the next? Yeah, sure. Well, first, before we even went to Aria, we went to King's Landing. So I thought that was super interesting because we start with Kaibor and then he was kind of like... Kaibin. Kaibin. <laughs> I was close. Hey, I was close. I just couldn't read my notes. So it's interesting because he's like driving the kids. And now we see those are the little... He's taking over for Varys' whispers. Yeah. So we know they, they do it through the children. I loved how... How... Oh my gosh. Cersei? Cersei came in and he was like, I want to know everything. I want to know who's making laughing at us in every nation oh my gosh she's on a rampage this woman is going to take care of business so she's gonna find out from every single nation and extract <laughs> ultimate revenge I would be scared I, to be on her back she's like ultimate mean girl. I'm pretty sure she's gonna ask Kaibin to like clone the mountain next or, or I guess his name's Sir Robert Strong now Sir Gregor the mountain yes no uh, that's how he was introduced he was I guess his new name is Robert Strong Interesting. Robert? Yeah, Robert Strong. I don't but know like why. Robert Baratheon? Yeah, that's how he introduced him. And hmm. He has a new name under his zombie status. Uh, he's unbreakable. That's a huge guy, yeah. But to your point, he can't take out hundreds of people, but Cersei says he only has to kill one person. I didn't really understand that. Could you explain? <laughs> I can't understand. So they're going to have a trial, obviously. She's going to need a champion. He's going to be her champion. And then she's saying they have to pick another champion for whoever else who was she against. So I don't know if she gets to call someone out, if it's going to be a distraction technique. I don't know. Who do you but, think? Do we know anybody that could beat the mountain? Oberyn's dead. He didn't do a very good job. I mean... There's no really great, great warriors anymore. Sir Barristan sell me that two-sword guy is gone. Well, you know, maybe he doesn't have to be a warrior. Maybe he has to be crafty. Maybe it He's has to be a big chunk of mountain. Maybe man. it has to be a faceless man. Well, what good is that going to do? Maybe Arya Stark could take the Hound's face. Come oh on. man! Come on! Oh man! That'd be. Come on! Well, we'll that's a good we'll, one. We'll read about it. That's, we'll talk that's about Arya a little bit later. Right. That's five dollars to keep you right. Oh yeah, I guess we'll go straight to the Arya right after that anyway. Let's, Let's take King's Landing really quick and let's get Tommen out of the way. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. <laughs> let's get Tommen and High Sparrow. Let's get the king out of the way. King baby boy Tommen. Running High Sparrow. He's got some fire in him. A little bit of a backbone now. He's just, yeah, he's just still what too impressionable. Think? I was he, I'm he, impressed. He, yeah, he tried. He intended to do... To get the High Sparrow... To intimidate the High Sparrow, but he ends up submitting to his persuasion and just be um, yeah, molded he's by him. He's, he's getting molded he's now. Distracted. He's distracted. I think, yeah, poor Tom, and he, he's trying. He's too impressionable. So he has to be young. But A for effort. I mean, even before that, I forgot about the whole small council meeting where Cersei, Jamie, and the mountain tried to you know, bogart on the small council oh, meeting. I thought, I thought the mountain was just going to murder everybody in there. I was hoping they would do that. So. I mean, it was so... You know, they're still meeting. The Tyrells are still there. Their uncle's there. And they're saying, what are you doing about Marcella? What are you doing about anything? And The only... I only care about Olena in that group, I think. 
I, I like Elena. Do you like Elena? Or? I, I, I think she's a formidable adversary. I mean, yeah, she was, when she's like, she was not the queen, by the way. She was rivaling Tywin for a while. Yeah, true that. I mean, with age comes wisdom and experience and kind of oh, yeah. some craftiness. And she's, she's the oldest. By the way, I wanted to say that. She's seen some things. What? All of the... Everyone's, every place is getting new kingdoms. I mean, new um, kings or... Generations, yeah. yeah. Everyone's getting worse. From Roos Bolton, who was calm and fierce, but not crazy like Ramsay. And not crazy like Phrase. Everywhere, every place is being left into shambles, pretty much. Ever since Tywin died, oh, yeah. King's Landing's been a mess. Cersei all doesn't the, know how, how to handle it. It's like yeah, all like the training wheels came off. All of a sudden, all at once for every kingdom. Yeah, they're kind of spiraling. These new millennials, geez. <laughs> what can you do about them? They think they know best. Tiao Lin is back. I thought it was ballsy how they just got up and left. Yeah. You know, I, they basically said... They're not doing anything about the High Sparrow. They're not doing anything about Dorne at the moment. So, we'll see what's to come. There's definitely some... It's hard because Cersei is like the Queen Mother. She's a Lannister, but she's like all by herself, basically. Besides Jamie and Tommen. She has no one to back her up. Even her uncle's not backing her up. <coughs> so, it'll be interesting. Getting King's Landing's up for grabs. Right now, it's the High Sparrow. He's kind of owning it all. Yeah, what did you think about that scene with Tommen and... I thought he was going to kill him. That whole scene, I was like, he's going to sit down, he's going to pull out a sword, he's going to kill the king. Which one? Oh. High Sparrow. High Sparrow. I thought he was going to kill Tommen. I thought it was possible. Scene. Like, I was like, when's he going to kill him? When's... I guess I'm so used to people stabbing people in close quarters that that's what I was waiting for. Oh yeah, another thing I wanted to comment before was you never see someone who's as poor as the High Sparrow He's so overweight. And I'm thinking... Why do you think he's overweight? Maybe he's just carrying a lot of load. Maybe he just walks... No, you could... Well, for one thing... What's with you and your obsession? No, for one thing, I know the actor. He's usually, like, pretty thin. So it seems like he might have gained weight for that role. But I I think it's intentional to show that... He's getting... Something's going on. Yeah. And he's living off something? He's not really being as... Um... I don't know. He's being some kind of greed, or I don't something know. behind the scenes. He has some kind of ulterior motive. I yeah. wanted to hurry up and come out so they could hurry up and kill that whole storyline. Not interesting. I'm not a weight basher. Come on. <laughs> I'm, just saying you're, I'm just saying you're physique obsessed right now. Alright, we're going to take some pictures. Taking pictures of our trail, guys. You could pretend you're here with us. Be right back. Hey, guys, we're back. Thanks for the little photo break. We're just about to start talking about Arya. So let's jump over to... The girl with no name. Yeah, oh yeah, maybe we shouldn't call her that anymore. The girl has no name. Apparently, but it was kind of silly how she kept saying she had no name, but then they asked her about Arya Stark. Oh my gosh, Seems like she should have forgot about that or something. Who are you talking about? Who's Arya? I don't know. She has sisters. I don't know her list. Yeah, it was a very... I thought it was too speedy. I thought it was too much of a compressed training session. I knew she was going to learn more without her eyesight <laughs> hearing and intuition. So it was interesting how she was kind of getting grilled and trained at the same time. I thought it was definitely so overly rushed. like a old movie 
thing where Montage. all of a sudden, oh, she she learned it. This is what, this is what pushes her over the edge. Now she could run on the beach faster. I know it was very rocky style. You're right. So you know, long story wow, short, you caught that pretty quick. She, yeah, long story short, she's finishes her training with the bully, as you like to call her. But she, this whole time she was getting grilled, what do you think was the significance of, of that, of saying who her family was? She got hit when she said she had four brothers. Interesting fact, you know, that girl is a no-name, and she knows everything. And she kind of hit her to say, you know, you don't have a four Three brother. Three and a half, I guess. Yeah, so. Oh, maybe I was hinting that. She, that's what I'm thinking. That's a cousin. Of. That's what I'm thinking. Of. Like, uh, nope, I you don't have four brothers. So she knows other names. She doesn't know where they're at. She said her list. Was that everyone on her list? I thought it was pretty menacing. Well, She's like, what name do you want? Who is still on the list? I mean, it seemed like. Because she killed a few people that... Well, she, she even the list. people she killed, she still had them on her list. And I'm trying Ooh. to remember now her list. I mean, that guy that she stabbed in the neck was yeah. one of them. He, was, he wasn't on the list anymore. He was. Oh, uh, she said it? No, she didn't say it, but he was on her original list. Yeah, but I think everybody she listed on this current list, everyone of those people are still alive. So why would she say the hound then? She killed him. So No, she said that she didn't want kill the hound because the hound uh, wasn't on her list. She took she took him off. <clears throat> she was confused. I thought that was a super interesting scene. Really goes to show who her enemies are. She definitely still has the Arya hit list. But yeah, I mean hold on, let me since we talked about the hound a little bit. Go ahead, jump into it, yeah. He's definitely not dead. He, either he's not dead or he's going to come back as a faceless man or something. It would be interesting. I I like the Hound. I liked him a lot. He saved Sansa. He's scared of fire. Yeah, he, he, he told Joffrey to F the king. Yes, I, I really liked told the Hound him a off. lot. He had a troubled life, but I think at the core of it all, he was good. He was, he could have been much worse to Arya. Yeah, pretty much the only thing he did was run down a stable boy, I think. Yeah, her friend. Only in the, like, the... One of the first few episodes. So I, I would root for him. I would root for your theory that he's coming to come back and fight his brother. So. Yeah, that's gonna be. He's gonna be in the trial. But it was interesting when she was like harping on her so much, like who else was on the list, and she's like, "What name would you like the girl to see?" I thought she was like, "I'm gonna kick your ass." Uh-huh. The bully girl when she finally gets her eyes back. Like that's that's the impression I got from how pissed she looked at getting beat up so bad with those staffs. So, she finished her training, Jacques and Hagar took her to the stream. Wait, wait, first, okay, go ahead. water, not first, but just a little bit before that, he again asks her, like, what's your name again? Yep. If, if, you, if you say this, I'll give you your eyes back. Yep. And it's such an obvious leading question that's gonna... Like, you're like, I know There's only answer. one answer. <laughs> it's not that you can say, oh, my name's Arya Stark, maybe <laughs> Yeah, so not much of a dilemma for her. Of course, she has to say. The girl has to Although I was surprised that she took a sip of that drink of that. I was too. I thought she'd be like, "Okay, I'm not ready." Yet. I thought she was gonna have some self-control. Because wait, that is the water that kills people. Kills people, right? So, yeah. And then he tells her, "The girl has no name. Nothing to be worried about." Yeah. And she pauses, but I thought same thing. I thought she's gonna put it down and say, "I'm not ready yet." I thought that all that quizzing would keep her tied to the Arya Stark. So, I love Arya. Enjoying her training, but I think it was much too quick. If anything, I, that would be my criticism. Yeah. Like, it was too easy. Too easy for her to get her eyes back. It's only been two episodes. Yeah, she went through some beats, but... This is the third episode. 
Well, right. so I'm just saying, yeah. it was too fast, I think. She she hasn't suffered enough, in my opinion. She Maybe we just didn't see enough. She for a month so much. She hasn't given up of herself completely, as I think is a point. She hasn't humbled herself down to high sparrow status of like everyone else of everyone. I'm nobody. I feel like she definitely still has a sense of identity. So I think it was too early and too easy to give her back her sight. I, was I my agree. Take on it. And those questions again is just that's what she had to say, pretty much. Like make her burn needle or something. Like make her give her a true test. <laughs> like I don't know what you could give her, but. Make her prove herself. I don't know. It was much easy. Yeah. So that's our thoughts on Arya. We'll be right back, guys. Hey, guys, we're back. Quick bathroom break. If you didn't catch the last segment, Arya got her eyes back. End of that scene. Yeah. Bravo. The main scene. The main yeah. thing. The main thing. What we were complaining about. So, anyways, let's jump over to Winterfell with our favorite madman. Um, maybe least favorite. I think he's crazy. But Ramsay Bolton, who's at Winterfell. So much different from season one. So cold, dark, dank place. Lord Umber coming to chat with him, basically like, "I need your help. The wildlings are coming into my town. The Morse North." I'm not exactly sure who the Umbers are. Uh, maybe I'm not sure who they are either. But basically, they're allies of the Starks, pretty much. Yeah, they're still part of the North. They're still one of the Northern families. And he's saying, you know, I need your help to fight these wildlings. But on the one hand, I'm not going to pledge my allegiance to you. I'm not going to kneel to you. I just need your help, Ramsey. He kind of even called out Ramsey, like saying, "That's why you killed your father." And I was like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> you know, not quite my enemies, but you know, dude knows what's up. He's part of the new generation too. He's saying you need help, and then when you need help, we'll we'll be mutually beneficial partnership. But he's not gonna pledge allegiance. He's not gonna take a knee. But what he does have is a gift. Just jogging your memory now. Oh, yeah, all right, gift. All right, all right, I got it. All right, he has a gift. <laughs> Just like Bran Stark could go in the past, I guess Rickon could go like 20 years in the future. <laughs> become a grown adult hey, man. He's, he's been living. Taller than everybody. <laughs> Tall as a mountain, pretty much. Wait, wait, did you? Okay, so we already spoiled it. It's Rickon Stark, but when he first brought in those two hooded people, who'd you think? Did you know? Uh, I, thought, I, I thought at first it might be Asha, but he said it was a girl. I mean, not Asha, um, Theon. Yeah. It was, it was actually Asha, the wildling. I, I thought it was going to be. Theon and Sansa, I was like, oh man, right before they hit the, no. right before they hit Castle Black, they got busted by the Umbers. I didn't think it would be Sansa, but I thought it could be Theon for a second. So, they caught two people, and then he said one is a female. I really thought it was going to be Sansa. Took off the hood. It's the wildling. Yeah, Asha. And Rickon and the other one. Oh my gosh. We haven't seen him for forever. Since he was probably seven years old. This was a star-filled episode. I mean, we had Arya, we had Bran, we had John, we had Raycon now. What was heartbreaking is how Ramsey's like, how do I know that's Raycon Stark? Oh, oh man. Man. How many Darwals are they gonna kill? I was heartbroken. I think I'm more impacted when they kill one of the direwolves than any of the regular people. That was so cruel. His direwolf's head. Oh. I don't know. He's pissed. I'm not sh I don't know if that's... It kind of seemed like... I'm not sure if there's like a plan going on here, if that was the actual direwolf. Well, it looked just like his direwolf. It did. Shaggy dog. Black. But, I mean, at first I thought it was a warthog head until my senses let me realize what it was. And, oh, heartbreaking. I don't know what's more heartbreaking. They got Raycon now with Ramsey saying... Rickon. Rickon, welcome home. 
for the death of his arm. I don't remember his arm's name, but ah, uh, I don't know what's going on with killing me. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking I wasn't as heartbroken because I don't know. I think there's something else is going on there. I don't think they're just. I think it's plot. Betraying. Yeah, the Starks were nothing. I don't know if the Wildlings are even attacking you either. Well, they're maybe they're not attacking, but they're in their land. Number doesn't like I. I think multiple things. So, Rickon's home. Another Lord. Thing. He calls him Lord. Lord of Winterfell, or maybe Prince of Winterfell. They said like as that. long as a Stark could walk through the door, they don't have the North. So one, that's a threat to Ramsay. Two, Ramsay now knows that Theon lied to him, and he didn't kill oh, him. Oh yeah! So now he knows. I forgot all about that. Rickon's there. Where's Bran? So he has multiple threats now. He has to deal with Rickon, Bran, Sansa's missing. He's like falling lower and lower as a warden of the north. So, multiple things that scene. You know, the Walling didn't do a very good job of keeping him safe. I don't know how resourceful she's gonna be. She's not, she's no Brianna Tarth, but she might have something up her sleeve. Who's gonna be resourceful? The Wilding chick, Asha. Oh, Asha. She could take out a couple, few men. She could be as crazy as Ramsey, take him to bed and kill him. Oh. You never know. Wait, is that, isn't that what happened before? Yeah, that's how they escaped the first time. Who did she kill? She didn't... Well... I'm just oh, saying, that was Theon. Oh, she's... I'm just saying, feminine wiles get you a long way in this yeah. Westeros, so... Yeah, that's how they got escaped from Theon when Theon had Winterfell under control. She slept with Theon and then snuck Bran and Rickon out. So... Now she's back. A lot, of, a lot of Starks in the north now. A lot. Yeah, it was a Starkfield episode. I would even say, Rickon, that's his home, Winterfell. He grew up there. Hopefully he knows all the in and outs. He could escape. He could do something. Telling me. Use secret passages. Empty rooms. Something. Not only that, but we've learned that he has powers kind of like Bran. What, is, what can he do? He could. He's seen the ghosts. People talk to him. Like, remember when his dad died? Bran and Rickon had a vision. Um, Rickon's always in those crypts. That's I guess true. he's talking to people. That's true. And yeah, Shaggy Dog was maybe he could be a warrior, possibly, probably not. Well, I think if anything, he's hope. He's a young son returned. Like hopefully, all the villagers and people, if they're true to the Starks, if they find out he's home, maybe an uprising. Like you never know. Yeah, I'm, just, I, I'm excited for that. I'm sad that he's up caught. I don't know where they're going. I don't know why they would be there. I love, I love all the Starks, but. There's so little character development for him. Like, I don't... I wouldn't mind too much. I wouldn't care if he dies. I would care that he's... Hey! His, I wouldn't care if... He's still for the him, heir. I he's would, the baby. I would mind if, like, the his brother, his siblings knew about it, but... Yeah, there's not... I don't... I'm not too close to him, specifically. Just the Stark family in general. I, I see hope. I see hope that he's home at Winterfell, so... More to come. What's gonna happen there? Let's close it out with... Back to Castle Black. Or he started Jon Snow wearing the Lord Commander cape. Basically. Basically, the yeah. Traitors. There's, ready to be hanged. Yeah, well, first we see Jon Snow sitting in his room quiet alone. And until Ed brings him out to be the executioner. Yep. Goes up to each one of the four people ready to be hanged. Say their last words. 
first two guys, pretty much, we don't know about them, but... Who were they? I don't know. <laughs> were they traitors? I don't know. Okay, anyways. Yeah, there are some ones that stabbed him. It was Sir Alistair. Remember what he said? I don't know, but it was he a good speech. He seems honorable. He was... Yeah. I mean... That was a good speech. His last two speeches have been good speeches. I mean, of course, we don't like him because he betrayed Jon Snow, but... Really, it's kind of respectable. He, he did what he thought was right. He... Yeah, it's honorable. Stood by his choice by an, by an end. Said he would do it again, even if he knew everything that was going to happen. He'd still do it again. He'd make the same choice, so... And then, actually, he he says, Now I'm going to rest. But then Jon Snow gives him that look, like... But there's nothing after this. I know I know there's nothing you're not going to... You're not going to go into an afterlife or heaven. Because that's how, that's how I feel Jon Snow felt. He's I been dead. He knows there's nothing after there, so... That's... Yeah, that, I would say that's That's your, why he got hesitant, in my opinion. That's your interpretation. My interpretation is that he was like, Oh, crap, now he gets to die and be at peace. And I'm still going to live and be uh, like this living undead. And I don't get to rest. And I don't know why I'm back. And I'm kind of wandering. Like, it's almost like if you're a vampire. Like, what's my purpose? What's the point? And I almost felt like it's an enviable sort of uh, stare that he gave him. Like, you're right. You're done. You're, you're rest. You don't have to worry about anything anymore. And I'm back in this mess. And I have to figure things out. So that was what I thought I saw. And he's like, oh man, you lucky bastard. Wow. So, Maybe, could be. And then Ollie, number four, had nothing but a mean mug to say. Just still angry. Still. He would stab Jon Snow again. Oh, yeah, he's pissed. So, yeah, so. Did, you, did you think he was going to kill them? What did you think? Who's going to go soft? What, what? Well, they were baiting me, so I didn't know which way to go. Like, oh yeah, they're going to go. Wait, wait, wait. I wasn't sure until until it happened. Until it, yeah. Okay, so you're you were iffy on. They did that on purpose. Yeah. So, I mean, in the end, he does it. Gruesome, gruesome hanging. Oh, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen one like that. Very gratuitous, and too showing all his blue face. Yeah, all of their again. faces are all yeah messed up. I know. It's good makeup, but you know, Ed tells him you need to burn the bodies. John says you need to burn the bodies. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just say that. No, all right. No. Go ahead, sing it. Well, yeah, they need to burn the bodies. Jon Snow just walks away, gives the most, another epic end line of the show. My watch is ended. Yeah, so before that, that's why I was finishing, he took off his cape, gave it to Ed, and said, you burn the bodies. It's your, it's your Castle Black. Definitely love, excellent ending line. My watch has ended. He no longer wants to lead. The Night's Guard, the Night's Watch. He no longer wants to be Lord Commander. He's done, he's over. He's grappling with his doubts. Who knows where Jon Snow's gonna go? What do you think, Jan James? Excellent, excellent ending scene. Oh man, well yeah, well first. Right when we get him back, we lose him, kind of, in a way. Right when we get him back, the wall loses him. He was so dedicated. He was so resolute, he had such a leadership I don't, role. He even he just left out of nowhere too. It's not out of nowhere. He left. He left Ghost in there. He left Tormund, his wildling friend. He didn't even like really say goodbye to Ed. He just questioning. He just baby. had to get out of there. He's done. He he kind of like saw through to what he had to do with the execution and bounce. Yeah. And He's, apparently, a lot of people are happy about. I've read that everyone's excited with the death of Ollie. What? Why? Apparently that's, everybody hates him. That's that's all. I pretty much I've read. Well, well he, he killed Ygritte. Aww, but Jon Snow. Nobody likes him. He was trying to save 
was going on with the wildlings. But are you not happy that he's dead? I am happy he's dead, but not in like not overly happy about it. Hey guys, we're closing out. We're starting doing our stretches. Make sure you stretch out. What do you think? Which part? Well, there's there's a few things that that ended with Ed's gonna be the leader of the maybe. Night. Come he, Lord you don't know if it's gonna be him. Maybe it's Davos. Maybe it's the Redbeard. Maybe the. Oh yeah, he didn't even say bye to Davos. Davos wasn't even he the last scene. Bye to Melisandre for keeping him alive. <laughs> she didn't even say thank you. Apparently, or maybe he's not thankful. Yeah, well, even Davos didn't say thank you to her. He's like, can we have a moment? Like she just brought him oh, to yeah. life. He's like, okay, you're done. Get out of here. I mean, so much more to come. I don't know if you saw the scenes for the next episode, but Sansa's is going to get to Castle Black next yeah. episode. <laughs> What's going to happen there? I don't know. I don't know where Jon Snow's going. What could he... I don't mean, there's nothing Where's really... Where's there to go? There's yeah. nothing really calling him to Winterfell for much of a reason. What do you think? Is he feeling suicidal? Does he want to just die? Oh, man. Lots to think about. Lots to learn still. I can't believe that's only the third episode of the season. Well, like you said, it's three out of ten, so... It's getting up there, but so much happened. Again, I think the flashback with... Brand was so telling. We're gonna find out what's going to happen there. I'm super looking forward to it, learning more about Jon Snow, what's gonna happen with Arya. It's definitely ramping up. What would be your word to describe this last episode? Oath, Oath Breaker, <laughs> which like to circle back, basically, I think that is a nod to his dad, like telling a lie of how things happened and you know, he killed someone dishonorably, and... It wasn't really dishonorably. That well, was... I, I, what do you think the tie is for the title Oathbreaker versus Oathkeeper? Well, it's, it has to do... I'm sure it has... To, uh, one part of it is Jon Snow leaving his watch. You're not ah, supposed to be leaving that watch. Yes, yes. Totally, it's you're right. To... I didn't even think of that. I didn't even yeah, think I of didn't that. realize until the very end. Like, oh, he's bra- he broke his oath. Oath to the... Well, I think that oath, it's pretty much has to be rewritten. I mean, Sam's gone. He's gone. The wildlings were in. I don't even know what my word is. There's so much. Like, part of me is I'm excited that Jon Snow could be Jon Stark now. Like, his name that Davos offered him before, or Stannis offered him before. I don't, I don't know. There's so much pulling me in every direction. The one word I would use is Stark. Just because this was such a Stark-filled episode, I think... We saw almost all of them except for Sansa, all the ones that are alive at least. I think it's exciting. It's like the family coming back. It was almost a mini reunion. Arya has her eyes. You know, John's back to life. Bran, Rickon's there. Bran's there. Yeah, at least he's in the story We even saw Ned Stark. Come on. We, we like saw so many of them. So, that I really think it was a Stark-filled episode. Yeah, well, right when he said that, I thought, oh no, this can't be good. Because you can't get too happy with a series. I'm not happy. So I'm, I'm, I'm cautious. Ca- I'm cautious. I don't want to. I don't want to be too happy, too excited. This show burned me too many times before. But you have to be happy because they didn't have anything about Dorn. Yeah. Everything that you don't like. They very, didn't. very little King's Landing. Yeah. So, there, it was. It was a good, solid episode. What's your good. speculations for what's to come? What do you think? Next episode. I already said Sansa's going to make Castle Black. You think they're going to use Recon for bait? What do you think? Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen next episode, but I think Hound's coming back somehow. Mm-hmm. I think Rickon was there, is there on purpose. He has some kind of 
plan going you on? I think he did that intentionally. He got caught intentionally. Possibly. Come on. I don't, no, I don't think that. he got caught. I think the Umbers are with him. He went there with Umbers and Asha. Ah, some kind of overthrowing? Some kind yeah. of double, double cross? Another thing that we saw, if you saw the scenes from the next episode, is that we get to see Littlefinger again. Littlefinger's oh, back with Robin. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he carries a torch. I don't know for Sansa specifically, but he definitely did for her mother, so... He helped her escape some way, shape, or form, so... A lot of chess pieces being moved in many directions. Sir Jorah is, is back. So we'll catch up with you guys on that next week for next week's episode. Thanks for running with us. Thanks, guys. You keep running. We'll keep recapping. Bye. Bye.